Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Briggs. You know, perhaps the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustle, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Monday Night Meltdown has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159 of the Sports Grid Radio Networks. The Denver Nuggets are NBA champions for the first time in 47 years. One of the longest droughts in pro sports history comes to an end. The Nuggets beat the Heat in five, but the Miami Heat covered a point spread. The game stays way under the number. Jokic is the first player in NBA history to lead all players in points, rebounds, and assists in a single postseason. An absolutely epic postseason run for the player that probably should have been the most valuable player during the regular season. But when it's all said and done, people remember NBA final MVPs more than regular season MVPs. So the Nuggets win their first uh, NBA championship. Their 46 seasons before winning an NBA championship is the most by any team prior to their first title in NBA history. There's a lot of firsts when it comes to the Nuggets. Jokic is the first player drafted outside the top 15 to win both the finals MVP and a regular season MVP. And uh, shout out to Christian Brown, uh, who's only the fifth player. And you know what? We knew this sort of when we talked about this. Of course, he was part of the Kansas Jayhawks uh, last year that cut down the Nets. And he's only the fifth player. I would have assumed there would have been more in NBA and college basketball history to win back-to-back championships. So he joins Billy Thompson, Magic Johnson, Henry Bibby, and Bill Russell. Not bad company uh, to join. A lot of players on the Denver Nuggets have big futures ahead of them, including Christian Brown, solid uh, two-way player that'll only get better. Don't forget he is a rookie. Michael Porter Jr., only 24 years old. He has the potential to be a star player in his own right uh, as well. We'll see if fame and fortune change the Denver Nuggets. They They are a pretty strong unit for the most part, but you know what? So were the Milwaukee Bucks, so were the Toronto Raptors, and so were everybody else, right? It's not easy to go back-to-back. Malone's talking about they're not done. Interestingly enough, Jokic wasn't talking about winning any titles next year. I don't know if you could be more humble after winning an NBA championship than Jokic was after the fact. Without cracking a smile, he said, well, the job is done, I can go home now. 
without really cracking that much of a smile. He didn't even care about the uh, the MVP trophy after. You see, Brett Brown just decided to pick it up. He was sort of like, well, all right. <laughs> Nobody else wants this thing. I'll pick it up. He's walking around with the MVP trophy. Jokic was, you know, Jokic was just all business. You can tell Jokic is a class act when you can see. You'll notice when they won, a lot of times people go into a fake celebration or, you know, pose for the camera and sort of do the shoe deal shot or whatnot and know strategically, you know, the, the celebration and or just go to their teammates first or whatever. But as soon as the game was over, you saw Jokic went out of his way to go up to every player on the Miami Heat and shake their hand, give them a hug. And then after, I was like, all right, now he's going to celebrate. He never really did. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. The pits, the players, the hustlers, the Denver Nuggets, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates joining us on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. So the Denver Nuggets are NBA champions for the first time in their franchise history in their 47th season of existence. Jokic, which is an absolutely epic postseason run in which he becomes the first player to be drafted outside the top 15 to win both the finals MVP and a regular season MVP in his career. And, of course, he's a two-time MVP. Uh, Jokic, and this is what's really amazing, he's the first player in NBA history to lead all players in points, rebounds, and assists in a single postseason. There's explanation points. There's dropping the mic. There's not much more Jokic uh, could do. And now they're going to get to hang a banner in a mile-high city for the Denver uh, Nuggets. The Miami Heat, a hell of a run. They fall short. They just didn't have the firepower when it was all said and done or the depth. Jimmy Butler came on strong late in the basketball game, but it was too little, uh, too late. And let's be real, in a basketball game that will not be shown on ESPN Classic anytime soon. Was it pretty? No. But as discussed, and it's not cliche to say, the final game is always the hardest game to win. And you saw it wasn't easy for the Denver Nuggets, man. The Miami Heat, like, took a late lead. It was like two minutes left. And um, people, no doubt, that had money on the over were thinking, you know what, overtime wouldn't be bad right about now. <laughs> and I'm think, I'm sure the NBA was thinking the same thing just uh, for the drama uh, of it. But the Denver Nuggets, you know, you've got to tip your cap to them. And when you look back and it's all said and done, the team that gave the Denver Nuggets the toughest test were the Phoenix Suns. All right, but the Phoenix Suns, too many injuries, and the Phoenix Suns, as good as they were by acquiring Kevin Durant, they didn't have the depth anymore to deal with a team like uh, Denver after giving up all the players that they did to get uh, Kevin Durant. The Denver Nuggets have been uh, installed as next year's favorites. That's not a surprise. The team that wins the championship normally is the favorite the following year. The Denver Nuggets are plus 460 right now. The Milwaukee Bucks are co-favorites at plus 460. The Boston Celtics are 5-1. to one. The Phoenix Suns 7-1. to one. The Warriors are 12-1. to one. We'll break it down. Tony Finn steps up and in. Steve Dalvecchio from Larry Brown Sports. George Kurtz from the Grand. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The Monday Night Meltdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them. And everybody else in between, let's do this thing. we got a full house on the program tonight. Steve Del Vecchio from LarryBrownSports.com will join us. George Kurtz from Sports Grid Radio and Television Network will step up and in. And kick it with us. Tony Finn will join us. Wager talk straight from the strip in Vegas. Want to talk some baseball with Tony. We'll take a look at the overnight uh, numbers. So the uh, Denver Nuggets win the NBA championship. And uh, an absolute dominant performance by uh, by Jokic. His stat line in the finals, he averaged 30.2 points per game, 14 rebounds, and 72-point uh, assists. He's the first player in NBA history to reach those numbers in the NBA finals. And what's really like crazy, um, like really, if you, you there's so much to unpack here, but let's just if you go through it. So 30, 40, and 10, 30, 14, and 10 in the postseason, that's what he averaged. 30, 14, and 10. Of course, they took out the T Wolves, then they beat uh, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker in six, swept LeBron and AD in four, just beat the Heat in five, most playoff triple doubles ever, most assists ever by a center. The first 30, 20, and 10 NBA Finals game ever. NBA Finals MVP. That's not bad. Everybody else has all these big shoe deals and all this. I don't know. Like, how the hell does McDonald's not already already have this guy? Like, you sell nuggets. McDonald's, you're known for chicken nuggets. Like, even now, like, I would actually, if, like, I'm the CEO of McDonald's, like, I'm firing people already. I'd be like, how the hell do we not have Jamal Murray under contract already or this Jokic dude? Like, seriously. <laughs> like, they play for the Denver Nuggets. Although I'm sure their phone will be ringing a little bit more now. What's really crazy is the fact that Jokic was drafted 41st overall in 2014. 41st overall. And Adam Schefter posted, I just retweeted it. Um, that um, when he got drafted, so he went 41st overall, there was a Taco Bell commercial on. So if I was Taco Bell, I'd be going at him too. And I'd actually like put it in a commercial. There was actually a Quesarito Taco Bell commercial 
going on when Jokic got drafted. So, like, they had the, the ticker going on at the bottom of the screen. They were during a commercial break, and it said, with the 41st pick, the Denver Nuggets take Jokic. Dude wasn't even on TV. He wasn't even on TV when he got drafted. It was a Taco Bell commercial. This dude just absolutely owns uh, the NBA. You know, it's hard to say that somebody that's won the MVP twice hasn't really gotten his accolades, but you saw, you know, how resistant people were to, like, acknowledge his greatness this year. Nobody really wanted to pick the Denver Nuggets. Oh, Phoenix are going to beat them. Oh, the Lakers, you know, LeBron this, AD that. And looking back, the T-Wolves beat them once. The T-Wolves got a game out of it. The T-Wolves actually battled them pretty pretty hard, actually, if you think back. People will forget, but I remember because I've been betting on all these games. And I was betting on the T-Wolves early. I thought Denver was going to win. I didn't. I jumped on the Denver train pretty early. And we have, the, we have the promo to prove it, to go back. But it wasn't until I was pro-Phoenix. Right? I was pro-Phoenix, but I caught on that Phoenix were not going to beat Denver. And they weren't healthy enough. And if you recall, I said, well, whoever wins Phoenix and Denver is going to win the championship, I think. And I said, I think Denver is going to beat Phoenix. And then we just rode Denver all the way through after. But another, another example of, yeah, they have a superstar. All right. And let's be real. It's pretty clear. You need a superstar to win a championship in the NBA. But you don't need three of them, and you don't need four of them. And I think these sort of super mega teams get carried away where they just stockpile players without thinking about the chemistry of it. There's only one basketball, right? Even like in football, there's only one football, but you have room for a bunch of wide receivers and a running back. There's a, You know what I mean? Everybody can get theirs. It's difficult in basketball. There needs to be a structure. And... I talked about this when the Raptors won the championship. They, you know, Kawhi Leonard was the driving force, but they were a very deep team when they won in 2019. The Milwaukee Bucks aren't like a superstar-laden team. They've got Giannis and very good players around him, and they won the championship. The Lakers won in the bubble, and they had a lot of depth on that team. Right with uh, with the Caldwell Pope, who just won another championship. Right with uh, with Kuzma. Right, with Caruso, they had like a bunch of players that, you know, they were deeper. They sort of rebuilt this year, but they were a deeper team. And now you see the Denver Nuggets, a very sort of team-orientated team, as opposed to, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, the Clippers, the even the Suns now to an extent. Just sort of, wow, if we got that superstar and this superstar and this superstar, how could we not win? Well, because you've got to give up so much to get them, and they all make so much money, and then you don't have any money for anybody else, and... As good as two or three guys are, they're not going to beat seven guys on another team. And basically, I was right. I said, when after the Raptors won, I said, I think you're going to see sort of more of a team type of concept winning. And, you know, before it was about LeBron and the Warriors all the time. That era is gone now. We're in a new era right now. And the Denver Nuggets, of course, listen, every team that wins always thinks they're going to win again after anyways. Why, why wouldn't they? They just won. And they think, well, what'll be different next year? Well, a lot of things can happen, right? But the Denver Nuggets do have a very sort of 
bright future. Like when the Raptors won, Kawhi left two weeks after. So it was like, well, they're not going to repeat, right? And the Lakers won. People didn't think they were great. The Bucs, you know what I mean? There's, you know, it's very difficult to repeat. But I'm not just talking about the Nuggets, like when I talk about their bright future, as far as repeating is concerned. But just the fact that their core players are not very old. They are a young team still. Over there, this is a young team. Right? Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is, you know, he's 28 years old. You can call you could say that basically Jamal Murray is entering the prime of his career. Um, or I should say Jokic is 28 now. What's Murray? Murray's 26, isn't he? I was gonna say, is it Murray 26? Yeah, excuse me. Jokic is 28, Murray is 26. Don't forget, Murray had a couple of lost seasons due to injury. So Jokic is in his prime. Murray is going into his prime. Murray can still get a little better, but Murray's essentially, you know, going into his prime here. Michael Porter's 24 years old. And Porter's a really good player who, if he wasn't on this team, like if Porter was able to take a million shots a game, he would put up big numbers. Like if Michael Porter Jr. was on the Detroit Pistons or something, he'd score like 23 points a game. But he's in a structured team concept which eventually I'm sure he'll get tired of being in, <laughs> right? And he's going to say, yeah, this is all good, but I'm not making as much money as I could, right? And by not put, by putting the points up. that's Everybody wants money after. But if you look like Christian Brown, not a superstar player, but the kid's a winner, and he is a damn good basketball player, just the fifth player ever to win the, uh, the college championship and the NBA championship back-to-back. I would have thought that it would have been more than five, but he's just the fifth player to do it. So I'm not sitting here telling you I think the Denver Nuggets are going to win the championship next year. But overall, this Nugget team, they're not going to just disappear. Right? Jokic, 28. Murray, 26. Michael Porter Jr., 24. Uh, how old's Christian Brown? Like 21 type thing? 22? Yeah, he's 22. <laughs> Not a bad run for this kid. Wins the championship with the Kansas Jayhawks last year and now wins the NBA championship. The party continues. I think this will be a funner party for him, though. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Hoping you and your friends could tell me something about baseball strategy. The only thing I know about strategy is that whatever the manager does, it's wrong. Unless it works, in which case he's a button pusher. Don't like that anger management class. This is Portrait. I am Gable Brancy. And that's that. We're done. The NBA season has come to a close. It's kind of sad. It is what it is. The draft is around the corner. We got the Summer League, and we do have the FIBA World Cup later on in August. So there will be basketball throughout the summer. Yet the NBA season has come to a close. The Denver Nuggets win their first championship in franchise uh, history. We went over some of the incredible numbers that Jokic has posted. Epic stuff. Just, you know, like we said, just drop the mic type of work. It was not a pretty basketball game uh, tonight, but the Denver Nuggets don't care, and nobody else will care, right? Unless you bet on the over of the game, <laughs> then you might you might care uh, a little bit. I'm just blown away by the fact that you go back to number one that he was forty uh, first in the NBA draft in 2014. Yet the fact that he got drafted during a Taco Bell commercial and all he got was the ticker. It's just classic, and if I was Taco Bell, I'd be all over him right now trying to sign him. And how the hell is McDonald's not already in on this with the Denver Nuggets winning the NBA championship? I mean, come on, man. Michael Jordan, um, Larry Bird, they they used to do all kinds of McDonald's commercials. Tony Finn steps up and in. We go from uh, basketball to baseball, I guess, now, uh, Tony. You're already all baseball all the time. Thanks for joining us. How you doing, Tony Finn? Very good, very good. Uh, working on the the uh, the redo, the studio redo. You know, working on that a little bit and and enjoying some basketball. Oh, after, Although yeah. I did after I the mini flood. Yeah, I failed tonight in the basketball. So um, I, it's first fail. I've I've been four zero going to that uh, with all big tickets, and I still liked. Listen, Gabe, I still liked Denver. Uh, oh, team total over, and I played that tonight. And it, of course, uh, I don't think I could have got there with overtime. To be honest with you. Yeah, it got uh, it got it got a little frustrating. <laughs> like, and weren't there points too? <laughs> weren't there points in the game? And I got to be honest with you, Tony. Listen, I had the Nuggets minus one and a half uh, to win the series. Yet, pretty much everything I did tonight fell short. Like I was like, all right, I'll take uh, Denver to win the game. And Jamal Murray over eight and a half assists. He finished with eight assists. Yeah. I had uh, Aaron Gordon over 13 and a half points with Denver to win the game. Aaron Gordon had an off night tonight. Um, yeah. I needed Michael Porter Jr. to hit one more freaking three. I swear the kid played good, too. Right? He was crashing the boards. He was getting re- big-time rebounds and putbacks. He scored some clutch buckets, this guy. Yet the three ball just was not falling for him. 
it just would not the constant in and outs and pop it out and I thought he could hit two of them and that fell short it was a little frustrating but hey it is what it is you know but yeah I could have uh, I could have ended with a better bang but that's what happens, Tony, isn't it? Later on in the series, the numbers get so sharp, man. They adjust these prop numbers, and I knew it was going to be a tricky game. The last game is always the ugliest game. Uh, yeah, I, I was with you tonight. I liked Aaron Gordon, too. I even wrote I thought he would be the best player for a second straight game. I, I, and things were – he looked sharp. He looked like he was on, on point. He, he had energy, but uh, he, did, he did some things that – I thought were they were contrary to what I need we needed him to do. So I, I kind of felt like halfway through that that wasn't going to come to fruition. And and you know you take your lot. You know if you win if you're successful four times and you fail once and then I guess we're in line to be successful four more times. That's be just fine. I'll be fine with that. Yeah, you know that's the thing. <laughs> just because it seems to be. It's more definitive for whatever reason because the season's over with that league. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, so that sort of ended like that. All right, but I yeah. was pretty quick to, I was pretty quick to move on. Like the second the NBA game was over, I looked and I'm like, oh, Arizona's tied again, five five with Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and I jumped in on the Arizona Diamondbacks. But how about the Oakland Athletics, uh, Tony, winning again? Their sixth consecutive win. Big time win tonight in front of fans, actually, and tomorrow night is their reverse boycott. So there's supposed to be a lot of fans there <laughs> tomorrow night. But there's a little buzz going on because the Vegas deal fell through. Not fully, but it's on hold at least. It's not official yet. Um, but suddenly this team has won six games in a row. Rays fail to get it done as big time favorites tonight. Yeah, I was. I I liked Eflin. Eflin's been good, you know, and. And Cap hasn't been good, or at least he's been better in May than he was obviously earlier in the March and April segment of the season. But the Rays are the Rays. I, they 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 cluster, they bunch their hits, they score runs. And when it was four to nothing, I I glanced over, did some work, and I glanced back. It was four to three, and I said, doesn't surprise me one bit. In fact, they had an opportunity to tie that game up, and. Um, and and just couldn't get it done, you know. It, it's Oakland. How many wins do they have? I, I you might know. I don't have it off the top of my head, and I, like I'd have to pull it up. But I have them, Gabe, as one of my futures. We shared those, and we talked about it before the season started. That I thought they would be the team that would win the least number of games, and they were they were cruising for that future uh, to be a winner. But um, well, they're, they're there's always the Royals. Now. They're only up to 18 now. All right, so you know what, actually, though? That's a good point. The Royals Royals game went back and forth tonight against the Cincinnati Reds, but the Reds ended up winning the game 5-4 when it was all said and done. And as bad as everybody talks about how Oakland has been, the the Kansas City Royals and the Oakland Athletics now have the same amount of wins. Oakland have played two more games than they have. So Kansas City have two games in hand as far as that's concerned. Um, But Kansas City are now 18 and 48. Wow, 30 games under 500, Tony. And if I told you, and you may know this, but if I told you or the listeners that Kansas City as a team, as a offense, have the fourth highest hard contact, hard hit percentage in Major League Baseball, would that surprise you? 
It would, yes. <laughs> yes, they do. And guess who the three teams ahead of them are? Well, uh, uh, it's it's pretty it's Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and I think the Dodgers. Those are the three teams. But that's the difference between um, hitting the ball hard and clustering. I keep talking use that word too often now, too loosely. But you know, you have to bunch hits. Uh, you can have 12 hits in a game and not score. You can have 10 hits in a game and not score. You have, you know, have 10 hits in one inning. That's when you're going to win. And the Royals have those, they have those uh, big holes in their lineup, and they have Wit, Junior Wit, Perez. You know, Perez. I think there was one or two outs tonight in the, in the bottom of the ninth, and he hits one about 420 feet. You know, to tie the game up, but they couldn't pull it off in overtime. Overtime, extra inning. Excuse me. You know um, what their problem is, though, and they have a lot of problems, but specifically. Yeah. They've they've allowed 350 runs on the season. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. That's yes. a lot, man. Like yes. in Oakland, have given up 442, but KC <laughs> had been outscored by 103 runs. Like scoring 247 runs is sort of that's right there with you know the Guardians 250, yeah. um, and teams yeah. in their division. That's more than the Tigers have scored, but giving up 350, that's the second most in the American League. Only the Oakland Athletics have given up more, and in fact, um, it's third. The Colorado Rockies have given up 370. So the, the Royals have given up the third most runs in baseball this year. Yeah, and it's and save that, save that part where they can't pitch. Their bullpen may be the worst in baseball, one bottom five worst. And when Brady Singer, you know, is your ace, and he's been, you know, he's he's also contrary to what he did last year, not doing any any of the similar, uh, the strong variables and the, and the peripherals that he had last year, they're non-existent. So um, this is a team that not very long ago won the World Series, Gabe, 2015. Look where they're at. Tony Finn kicking with us. And that's what I was talking about, the Denver Nuggets. It'll be interesting to see what their future holds. There's college baseball going on right now, Tony. We cashed a ticket with the Stanford Cardinal. They beat Texas tonight 7-6. They yeah. advanced to the College World Series and punched their ticket uh, in. And now the last spot is up for grabs between Southern Miss and Tennessee. Tennessee, though, we're in control here. 5-0 in this baseball game. I've been dabbling in it. It's not like I've been betting every game. I've sort of been picking my spots and riding. I've been riding Stanford. This is the third time I've taken the Stanford Cardinal, or fourth time, actually. And I've won every time. I've been just sort of lucky by jumping on Stanford. I've just been riding the Stanford train. I like Tennessee tonight, but it was a little pricey at minus 200. Have you been personally, recreationally be betting uh, the, the college baseball at all? Yeah, I absolutely I do that. I don't talk about it much, but I'm I'm with you on Stanford too. I if if baseball IQ matters, then Stanford's going to win the World Series. Um, they're the smart team of the, the that's left. So nothing per. And I'm I'm not trying to disparage Tennessee or Texas or Southern Miss, but uh, but Stanford's a smart school. So there you go. Um, they 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 were basically a pick'em tonight against Texas, where Tennessee was pretty a pretty strong favorite over Southern Miss, and and they're showing it now at least in the bottom of the eighth, they're up five nothing. Yeah, they're on the verge of uh, punching their ticket. So Denver wins the championship, uh, Tony. I was going over the future odds. It's um, it's you know. 
it's obviously not the time to pull the trigger now on next year's NBA champion. But the books have opened the Nuggets and the Milwaukee Bucks as co-favorites uh, next year. We'll see if there's a sleeper in the pack. The late night anger man for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winners. And I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute, $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Yeah, lay it on me, coach. In the game of my MA mm-hmm. versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. Nah. Cincinnati. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? The late night anger match for class. This is more trade. I am Gable Bramsey. Service XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be. Kicking it uh, this evening. So the uh, the Denver Nuggets are plus 460 to repeat as NBA champions. Co-favorites along with the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee have a new coach uh, right now. Generally the same roster. The Boston Celtics. Right, the Boston Celtics every year are going to be knocking on the door. They're um, they're right there at five to one. The Phoenix Suns, Tony, are seven to one. And in hindsight, when you look back at this Denver Nuggets run, the Phoenix Suns were the one that gave them the toughest test, beating them twice. There were some close games in there. They just didn't have enough depth. Plus, the injuries kicked in with Aiton and with Chris Paul. Um, Phoenix are definitely retooling everything, right? Word is they're either going to sign and trade to deal with Chris Paul or most likely just release him. And I think they're going to move on from DeAndre Ayton and end up trading DeAndre Ayton. They have a new owner there. I would expect Phoenix to be pretty aggressive, Tony. They have Durant. They have Booker. People like the Phoenix organization in the NBA. Players will play there. They've got talent. They just got to add a couple of more pieces uh, here. I don't think the Phoenix Suns are all that far off, Tony. They're 7-1 to one right now. 
Yeah, they paid a price. The price they paid to get Durant was defense, and that that showed up. I, it showed up in the playoffs. Showed up late in the season. Showed up in the postseason. And again, I I was not. I'm not a big fan. I wasn't a big fan of the return of Chris Paul. I just Chris Paul's been a great player, but he's so. He, his his style of play was so contrary to Booker's and, and to some of the other Suns before they made that trade for Durant. He's a, he plays he's much more much more effective in a deliberate offense where you're walking the ball up, but you know and you have time to smoke a cigarette before you cross the timeline. That's I just don't think that's with the new rules and and the, uh, you know the, the amount of, the 24. It's just not conducive. It's not conducive to uh, championship games. You gotta be able. You gotta be able. It's much like football. The NFL. If you can't score in a minute and a half, you don't have the capabilities or the skill set or the quarterback to score in a minute and a half. You don't have to do it every time, obviously. But if you can't do that, then I think you're gonna be. It's gonna be a difficult, a long haul, a long journey to win a championship uh, with quarterbacks like Mahomes and, and 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 company in the NFL right now. And I think being able to. Uh, being being a, a balanced team, being able to defend too. Listen, Denver. I don't think they're a great defensive team. Do you, Gabe? But they were pretty good. Uh, although the here's the uh, to to the defense of Miami. I think Miami was exhausted. We talked about this the last time we were on the show together. Uh, I thought they really showed up hard and heavy tonight. Much they were they gave effort to a degree to a level that exceeded my expectations. To be honest with you. I kept on thinking at some point Denver would just run away. And at one point it felt like they were about to, as you stated, they were, they were offensively challenged and talent challenged yet. They were just trying to will themselves to victory in this game. And they nearly pulled it off, man. I mean, they took a lead Tony with like two minutes left, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, he scored a bunch of points late, but he was kind of absent most of the night. Right. And they just never got that real spark that they needed. As you stated, though, Denver, and that was my thing. I liked Denver a couple of years ago. And Mm -hmm. (coughs) it was going into the bubble, actually. And I liked Denver. I thought they had championship potential, the team, because of Jokic and because of Murray. Yet they didn't play good enough defense. Yet I think they, you know, sometimes, Tony, teams need to learn, right, to lose. and, And I think they realize, all right, if we don't dig down deep, because look, a lot of these guys didn't have great offensive series, but they ended up winning all these games by double digits and rather easily, you know what I mean, with the exception of tonight. But they did play pretty good defense. They just competed hard. I thought their size caused Miami problems too. Oh, right. Just their, their, yeah, with on the rebounding on the glass and stuff. Like you saw Porter Jr. get a lot of second chance points. Mm-hmm. You saw Christian Brown get a lot of re- rebounds and second chance points. You know, there was a shot tonight. I saw Bam was standing, like, side-by-side side with Jokic. And Bam's a pretty big dude. And you realize, man, he looked like sort of like half of what Jokic was. He was giving up a lot of size, man. They were – the Denver were just too big for them. Yeah. Jokic is a is an aberration. He's, he's a – he's – a peculiar specimen because if you if you didn't know he played basketball and you saw him walking down the street, you, you never ima- I mean, this guy isn't he's not uh, he's not cut, not lean. 
but his skill sets, uh, it's what he can do, and he's got such a high basketball IQ. He's a very smart player and obviously a pretty talented guy. But you're right, uh, Bam is a big guy, and, and the size matter, uh, The size definitely mattered in this series, and they showed that in game one in Denver. If you remember, they, Denver, all Denver did was they just, they just picked on, on specific players uh, for the heat, and, and they just did isos, and, and uh, layup after layup after layup, and, and Miami did the right things. They made some adjustments. They went to his own back, forth, back, and forth. But this is a team, all I heard about game, you heard about it, you read about it, people talked about it over and over again, what a great shooting team this, this, this Miami team was going to be. You know, they, they got to where they were tonight by the three-point line, by the three-line, when in truth, uh, this was a Coach Spo uh, late season scheme. I don't, you know that was just worked because this was not a good three point shooting team during the season. In fact, Denver was the second best three point shooting team, and Miami was in the middle of the pack, a little less than in the bottom fifteen of the league. They just shot lights out, did all the right things, were in the right place at the right time for three series. And and again, you and I have talked about it. You can only you know, you can only, uh, you know, man can only live on with the, you know, the the, the, the biblical term. Man can't live on bread alone. Well, you can't win NBA basketball games uh, simple, strictly from the three-point line, much like college basketball, too, live and die by the three-pointer. Miami lived for a lot longer than most people, especially me. Uh, they lasted a lot longer than I thought they were going to. Yeah, you know what? It, but it's got to be frustrating for them because they did this a couple of years ago in the bubble too, right? Yes. They and then did. they fell short. They were injured. They can't get over the top right now. It's been it's been a hell of a run. But I got to tell you, it had to be frustrating to Boston Celtic players watching this game tonight and watching the series as a whole. And they didn't deserve the right to play because Miami beat them. But you got to believe that they wouldn't have been held to 95 points a game all the time. Would they have had an answer for Jokic? No. But it would. I think it would have been more like a more competitive series. They, you know what I mean? And that's one thing, too. Not that Denver, listen, that's part of winning a championship, that you things sort of go your way along the way and who you play. But think about what a difference it would have made, Tony. Denver, instead of having home court, they would have had to like fly. They didn't know who they were playing. They would have to go to. Um, they would have left on that Tuesday morning. Went into Boston. Would have been a completely different series. Boston, say they have their flaws, Boston, but they are better than Miami, even though Miami beat them. Yeah, they. Yeah, th- that's spot on. And it's funny. When I did the write-up, when I did the breakdown for this game tonight, uh, I essentially said, "Listen, you saw the signs were all there. A lot of people ignored them. I even, I'll tell you, even I ignored some of them because I thought it was just a uh, just a hit and miss, a game to game that happens in the postseason, especially the association postseason, and that is that that it was game. It was essentially it was game four in Miami when when Boston won that first game. They were down 3-0, and they won. Since then." Since then, um, they haven't really been the same. They haven't shot outside of game two in Denver when they shot 49%, 48% from the three line and 40% overall from the field. They haven't been the same three-point shooting team, and they haven't had the same energy, especially Butler. You know, Butler averaged 40 or 28 points a game uh, for those first three series, and it only averaged 21 in this final series. Now, was that seven points and one assist that he was short in this series enough to maybe – 
maybe had tied the series at two to two when they were, you know, when they were home in South Beach. I don't know, but it certainly made a difference. And you saw it tonight. That was my big. You, you mentioned that that you had Gordon tonight. Well, I was I was heavy on Gordon, and what I had was I had some alternate uh, some. Uh, Points scored, and I had Gordon over 15 points, and I had uh, Butler under 27 points for a two in-game, two-pick, uh, same-game parlay that paid almost three to one. And, and it wasn't Butler that failed me, although he did score some points late and made it interesting. It was Gordon. Yeah, you know, and it's that's what I guess that's what made Denver dangerous, though, Tony. In the end, yeah. Every game was somebody else, right? Gordon yep. had the big yep. game one night. Jamal Murray had a bunch of big games. Jokic did his thing all the time. And then Brett Brown sort of came in and out all the time, right? He was he had a good, you know, he had his little mini runs and stuff, and then he wasn't getting as many minutes. But Brett Brown was pretty big tonight, just with the yep. timely rebounds, a basket here, a basket there. Like I said, a lot of guys stepped up with timely buckets. Michael Porter Jr. with the putbacks. Um, yeah, even even the kid Caldwell Pope with a Kansas. three here and there. Oh, right? yeah. he hit a he big three once. Yeah, yeah. But big defensive kid, the, plays the rookie, too. The rookie from Kansas, the Braun, which was pronounced Brown. Which, yeah, now uh, Brown. Yeah, yeah. Which and he even had his moments. Uh, so you're right. They, you know, somebody new, somebody different, somebody unexpected stepped up for Denver, and that's a lot of times that's what it takes uh, to win a championship. You know, I, I'm one of those guys that kind of. After the championship's over, I gave. I will. I look back and I say, okay, where do I stack? You know, it's, sometimes it's ill-advised. Maybe it's a little bit early. Uh, the, the, the judge and jury are still out on a team even after they win a championship. But where do they stand and compare to those teams? And over the last five years, I, I think. I think the Lakers team that won the championship the first year that LeBron was there, and this Denver team are two of the saw. I mean, I think they have. I think they have a hole. Denver has some holes. And I guess, listen, give Calvin Booth some credit. This is his creation. You know, this is really his creation, his team. And he was pretty proud of himself, pretty proud of this team. And, and he should be. However, he's already, they've already, they're already making some trades and trying to maneuver and, and, and manipulate this draft that's coming up. Now, the, the picks they traded for or they acquired are later in the first round, but they're already, he already knows. This team can't is not going to win a back-to-back championship. Not as they are. They have got to be. Uh, they've got to have. I'm not a believer. I know you like. I, I know you like the Missouri kid, uh, Porter Jr. But unless he commits to being a little more physical, he's got the size, and we know he's, he can shoot the ball. He just has to be a little better. He's got to be a little more defensively, technically sound defensively, if he's going to make this the big a big three for Denver per se. I think my deal with him is I think eventually he's going to he's he's 24, he's bought in, he talked after about the organization believing him in and stuff, but I think eventually he's going to get tired of just sort of being a guy to stand in the corner and not have the ball. <laughs> yeah. If they're not yeah. serious, like and I don't I, think I listen. Okay, yeah, and he's going to say, you know, in the long run, it's costing me money because I can score. Like I said earlier, Tony, if Michael Porter Jr. is on the Pistons or something, he's scoring like 22 a night, right? If he's able to shoot the ball, he would score, but... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. There's a lot of videos popping up right now. The Denver Nuggets getting pretty lit up in their locker room and everywhere else. Jokic just threw Jamal Murray in a pool. They got like a little mini pool back there. (laughs) And... Uh, Jokic just tossed Jamal Murray into the pool. Other Nugget players are jumping into the pool. A lot of drinking uh, going on. Michael Porter Jr. seems to be pretty lit up already himself. DeAndre Jordan's really drinking, and rightfully rightfully so. (laughs) After all these years, DeAndre Jordan, uh, part of an NBA championship. I don't know how many minutes he played. He got on the court the other night, briefly. Um, Did he have a blocked shot tonight? Was it tonight, too? I think he did, actually. I was like, whoa, uh, Jordan's on the court. I mean, he's got a block shot. Tony Finn with us. Tony, uh, Tony be with us for like another 10 minutes. We'll take a look at the overnight uh, baseball card as uh, the NBA season is done. Arizona hangs on and gets it done tonight, uh, Tony. Wild night uh, tonight. Wild night. Um, our, our Philadelphia comes back and wins 10-9, I should say. <laughs> and Detroit wins. I thought Arizona was like, yeah, Arizona's about to win. And then, no, no. No. Um, so what's the final score of this game? Is it nine eight or not? I pulled up. I, I you know I know they were behind. Yeah, it is like nine eight. Nice. Yeah, you know it's yeah. nine eight. You know what? I got paid for it. I look and I see ESPN saying ten nine. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? It's not ten nine. It said nine eight. Yeah, nine eight final score. Yeah. yeah, crazy night, Tony. Here into these baseball games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. The stupid, uh, Agreed. the Braves was, uh, blow the lead. The A's win again. Yeah. Like a lot of big time underdogs won tonight, man. Yeah, I the had. Angels. I like. I like the Rockies. Guys, I don't like their bull. Yeah, yeah. How many favorites actually won tonight? Like none of them. <laughs> San Francisco were small uh, favorites. Yeah, stupid Chirons and your wrong scores. You're confusing me. I'm like, well, I already got paid anyway, so screw you. All right, baseball picks next. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.